Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wicked Green Energy with your host, Roxanne Pappas. Roxanne is fighting to bring our troops home from the Middle East and reduce our country's dependence on fossil fuels. As an associate with Viridian Energy, she can provide domestic sources of solar, wind, and water right now to your home or business. On this show, she and her guests explore other cutting-edge ways we can reduce our carbon footprint and preserve vital resources across the globe. Here is your host, Roxanne Pappas. Green Energy Lady, calling from uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and I promised that I was not going to be doom and gloom today, and that I was going to give you some um, some good news. And and in my uh, research, I found a ton of things that we can um, that have happened that are on the great um, in the renewable energy um, um, uh, topic. So I said that I was going to start from. Um, 2014, and there have been in, the, in a year and a half. You'd be amazed at what has occurred around the world. So, I'm just going to, since there's so much, I'm just going to um, say a little bit about each one and move move along. Uh, first up is um, uh, when Pope Pope Francis came to the United States, but he visited here for the first time. Um, he addressed the joint session of Congress, and most of us are a, a part of his remarks uh, was about uh, protecting the planet and opposing environmental degradation. Uh, this is the first time that I believe uh, a pope has ever discussed that. I have to say, though, that the um, uh, Eastern Orthodox Patriarch Bartholomew, many years back, has been talking about um, greening. Greening the environment as a um, as as a Christian thing to do. So now that we've got the big two higher ups on there, let's do something about it. Okay, I mentioned um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio a couple of episodes back. He uh, he was going to do so he was going to send a whole lot of money to. I sent a million dollars to the Seychelles Islands. Um. He also he is joining the global movement to divest from fossil fuels. He pledged that he and his foundation is going to be selling off all their oil, coal, and natural gas investments. Shell has had been trying for a long time to um, start drilling in the Alaska Arctic. Unfortunately, they um, did get the okay to do that, but interestingly enough, um, they decided that to, to pull out because I guess they're not getting enough um, oil to, mer- to merit further exploration. So by default, good thing. China and the U.S. are putting a stop to the commercial ivory trade. They've um, banned the trade. Well, the, the trade was banned decades ago. But uh, China still retained the right to trade it domestically. And, and of course, as you know, it led to a surge in the price of ivory and elephant poaching across Africa. Um, But now they uh, are finally ready to take that step and will be um, putting a stop to it. 
Aspen, Colorado, our great ski resort, went 100% renewable. It's getting 100% of its electricity from green renewable energy sources. Cool, huh? California banned plastic microbeads that you see that you get in your cosmetics to exfoliate and whatnot. I had no idea that they were plastic and they were polluting the the waters, but um, there it is. They're they're doing a statewide plastic bag, also doing a statewide plastic bag ban as well. Alabama has is putting climate change and evolution in its textbooks. While they're up, now that they're going to be updating, um, and this is the first time they're updating their books in a decade, now they're going to uh, have the teachers are going to have the option to discuss evolution and man-made climate change in the classroom. You know, it's it's, not, it's infuriating that you know it hasn't been done before, but uh, we're not. I'm not going to complain at this point. At least it's being done. And our all our new generations are going to know about it, so I think that's a great thing. The world's largest PR firm, which is uh, by the name of Edelman, promised in 2014 that it was done with their clients who were unwilling to acknowledge climate change. So... They're done with them. They're done with coming up with uh, misinformation campaigns about climate change, and they went one step further. They s- pledged that they would don't they were not going to represent any coal companies either. Australia elected um, a new prime minister who is uh, very green. Uh, the the previous one, Tony Tony Abbott, the pre- previous prime prime minister, he he pre- repealed Australia's carbon tax and he equated environmentalism with socialism. <laughs> so the new the new uh, minister Malcolm Turnbull uh, ha- is a, an advocate of climate action, and even though his own party abandoned him, so uh, th- this is a good thing for Australia. And in fact, as a as a sideline, I wanted to mention that Viridian Energy is in Australia. We've just uh, started working there, uh, bringing renewable energy to the Australians, and it's picking up quite quickly. I'm, I'm happy to report. Okay, uh, in terms of people arguing about um, that that transitioning to a greener economy would be too expensive. Um, a lot of studies have come out disproving this argument. The most recent one was released by the Global Commission on Economy and Climate. And according to this study, um, it says that renewable energy is getting cheaper and that investing in sustainability programs could save cities trillions of dollars and substantially reduce their emissions. So don't let anyone tell you that uh, green energy is expensive. It's not. Talk about um, your electric bill. With Viridian, you can um, uh, you can get a rate that's either 5% below whatever Eversource or National Grid are giving you, or 
you can get a, a variable rate that has been around the seven eight cents per kilowatt hour for the past three years. So that's pretty good. This is my favorite. Oh, one of my favorites. I'm sure you've all heard about the thirty-five thousand dollar Tesla. Um, it's it's its most affordable model, and um, um, I can't remember now how many uh, pre-orders they've had. But what's exciting is that um, going to be unveiled in um, it was unveiled rather in March. But what's exciting is that they're going to open up a dealership here in Mashpee on Cape Cod with um, numerous charging stations. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, let me just check something here. I want to check my time. Oh, I'm good. Okay. The UK tested their first battery-powered passenger train. And it's the first battery-powered train to carry passengers in over 50 years. That was interesting to me because I didn't know they had done that before. Um, it's run by National Rail. And if the initial trial period uh, is successful, they're going to deploy a fleet of battery-operated trains. And obviously it's going to uh, uh, be good for the sustainability of the planet and reduce costs by 20% over the next five years. So it's pretty good. Here in the U.S., Norfolk Southern Railway Company is working on an all-electric um, uh, train locomotive, and it will use a lead-carbon hybrid battery. So the project began in 07, and it's been kind of going slowly um, with the recent improvements to battery technology. It probably will start to uh, quicken up. Okay, Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington is is quite quite progressive. Um, residents can throw their food away only if it's disposed of in compost heaps or special food waste collection bins. This was passed. Um, this law was passed back in September of 2014, and it went into effect. Um, uh, probably about a year later. Um, what it's doing is, it may well, it, it may seem radical to others, but Seattle has been incrementally specializing its waste management system for almost 30 years. Had no clue. So, for example, in 1988, the city banned yard waste from its garbage. In 05, it required garbage and recyclables to be separated. Um, in 05 as well, it began a curbside food waste collection program. In 09, residential properties were required to either subscribe to food slash yard waste collection or begin backyard composting. Businesses that served customers' food were also requ required to collect recycl recyclables and compostables in uh, uh, in 2011, and uh, it also required multifamily buildings to make the compost collection available to their residents. Now, this recent law is kind of is a is just the next step that that uh, Seattle is uh, is doing, and what's interesting is that 74 74% of their residents are in favor of it. So it's um, it's real really cool. Just to give you um, 
uh, a basis. The Natural Resources Defense Council uh, indicates that 40% of food is waste. 40% of food is wasted worldwide, and an average family of four loses about $2,000 of uneaten food annually. And globally, about a trillion dollars worth of food is lost or wasted by current food production and consumption systems. So um, keeping that in mind, I think Seattle is on the, um, on the right track here and something that perhaps we should all uh, look at. All right. Um, New York is banning expanded polystyrene foam articles, EPS, that most people uh, think of styrofoam. It's one of several green initiatives that the um, that New York's mayor is, um, has spearheaded. Um, and it, New York is now the largest city in the U.S. to ban this EPS foam. It's reported that EPS is a major source of neighborhood litter, and it can clog storm drains and threaten marine life. Um, it estimated that 90% of, um, of what they collected back in 2014, which is 28,500 28, tons, 90% of it is from single-use food service products like cups, trays, and containers. Okay, I'm going to go to commercial because then I want to talk about solar. So here we go. Hang with me. Be right back. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. And we're back. And as I said, I want to talk about uh, the solar industry. Um, the U.S. solar industry grew 21% in 2014. I don't have any more recent... Um, figures, but the way it's going, I want to say it's probably doubled, but I can't, I can't say that for certain. Um, in growing 21.8% in 2014, it's, that was 10 times faster than job growth for the entire U.S., and that's according to the Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics. So there are three factors why we're having a solar boom. Um or the solar boom in uh, solar jobs. First of all, it's higher demand. 
um, solar accounted for three quarters of all new energy generation, and it continues to to be to be such. Uh, the world's largest solar plant opened in California. It's about 550 megawatts. In Utah, uh, Utah's government overturned the state's unfair "quote unquote" sun tax. Even Walmart became a clean energy proponent. Um, Secondly, um, the solar invest because of the solar investment tax credit. It um, solar in the U.S. is um, has 30% um, uh, solar investment tax credit, and it was instituted by the uh, by the feds in 06. It's supposed to end or be lowered in 2017, uh, but my guess is that's not going to be the case given the way the um, solar industry is growing. And thirdly, um, solar is employing more people per megawatt hour of electricity than any other energy type. So the Solar Foundation report says that um, employment, solar employment has grown 86% in the last five years alone, with 80,000 domestic living wage jobs added. So it's... Uh, it, it's when people say that um, if we get rid of coal, we're going to be lo losing jobs or fracking, that's not the case. This is this is not uh, rocket science to become a solar employee, and these people can easily swing into that. Okay, my next story on solar I thought was quite uh, uh, interesting and innovative. There's a Dr. Laura Statchel who um, works in Nigeria. Uh, she's an obstetrician, a veteran obstetrician, and she was in the midst of working when the electricity failed in the operating room. So in order to help that along, she's uh, in order to try to reduce the number of maternal and infant mortalities in Nigeria, she, her husband designed solar suitcases they're small, they're easy to maintain, easy to use, and provide medical quality lighting when the hospital lights fail. I think you know, people are really so clever out there. It's amazing what they come up with. The Netherlands has come up with the first, roller, first solar road. Now, it's for bikers, and it's only about 230 feet um, of, of road, and it contains enough um, safety glass protected solar cells to generate enough energy to power about three homes. Um, just in case you don't know, solar roads don't typically produce as much as energy, as much energy as solar panels because of their inability to be tilted as the sun moves. But um, they don't require huge tracts of land. So this is going to be um, interesting to watch in the future. I actually should call, uh, discuss this with a friend of mine because she was out, she went, traveled over to the Netherlands to, um, on a biking tour. Okay, so there are new ways to use solar, researchers are telling us. And they're coming up, always coming up with easier, cheaper, and more versatile solar technologies. A British startup developed a lightweight solar cloth 
that can be stretched across parking lots or buildings uh, with, with roofs, for roofs that can't hold a lot of weight, you know, things like the sports stadiums, for example. Um, <laughs> really cool. Um, researchers from MIT here in Boston, they uh, unveiled a solar sponge it's able to efficiently convert sunlight into steam. If it's able to be produced commercially, this sponge could be used to produce potable water in impoverished areas. I, these things are so amazing to me. Okay. Solar car could soon hit our streets. The solar-powered cars have faced a dilemma. Either they can be fast or they can travel relatively far in a single charge. But up until now, they haven't been able to do both. But in um, recently, one solar car was able to travel 500 miles in a single charge. And maybe this um, dilemma for the solar cars may soon be defunct. Um, and these were this was solar car was designed by students at the University of New South Wales and that's in Australia. And it reached a top speed of 87 miles per hour. Um, so let's see what we're going to be uh, seeing down the road on that. I think, it's, that's, I think that's a great thing next to the electric, um, electric cars that Tesla is giving us. Okay, so I think I skipped something here. Let me just double-check my notes. That's not okay. In the UK, the UK broke their wind power records back in 2014, and they're continuing on with that. Uh, in 2014, the wind power supplied 28.1 terawatt hours of electricity, and that was enough to power 6.7 million households, or over 25% of homes in the UK. And it was increased 15% over 2013. So if it if we look at 15% as the standard, there you go. Scotland had a great uh, year for wind power generation as well. They generated enough power from the wind to supply 98% of its house, households with electricity. Um, and that was about uh, that ended up about 6.34 million homes for an entire day. So with these numbers, Scotland's uh, goal is to generate 100% of its electricity from renewables in the next five years, and it looks pretty good that they're going to achieve that. Alrighty, moving on. Okay, so got some good time here. There is a machine out there that can turn human waste into drinkable water in five minutes. Sounds ucky, doesn't it? But this sewage treatment machine is being funded by Bill and Melinda Gates, their, their foundation. Um, and through its use of steam and filtration, it not only provides potable water, but also electricity. So um, currently, the one model can process up to 12.3 cubic meters of sewer sludge per day and produces up to 10,800 liters of clean water clean drinking water per day. So this that's cool. I know. We shouldn't know what we're drinking, should we? 
Okay, now um, let's talk animals. In California, the State Department, the uh, California State Department of Fish and Wildlife, made a huge announcement. A family of gray wolves had established itself in one of its counties, and it's one of the first wolves, wolf pack, to make California their home in almost 100 years. South Africa is temporarily banning leopard hunting. Um, it's not going to issue any more leopard hunting permits for the 2016 season. Um, effectively, if by doing that, then it's banning it for the entire year. Uh, and it's warning that, obviously, trophy hunting is, um, uh, is creating, uh, in addition to habitat loss and human encroachment, it's, um, it's causing havoc for the leopards and we don't want them to become extinct. So hopefully this temporary ban will turn into a, um, a, uh, a, a, an ongoing one. India reported 30% growth in its tiger population. Um, India boasts the, um, the fact that they, they, they have about 70% of the world's population of tigers, and it has increased by 30%. So, um, okay, there's a wasp down in Brazil which carries a unique toxin that, can, that kills cancer cells. They discovered that this toxin, which is extracted from the wasp's venom, basically melts the outer membrane of the cancer cells. It destroys the cancer but leaves the normal cells intact. Cool. The UN court ordered Japan to halt Antarctic whaling. Um... That's cool. Onwards to something else. A company by, or an organization by the name of We Farm is um, starting a program to connect all the small farmers, the 500 million small-scale farmers on the planet, with, um, with a free M SMS service to help them adapt to climate change. Um, especially for, and it's, this is good for, for those farmers who are in rural areas and they're off the grid, but by giving them phones and letting them talk to each other, uh, farmers in Kenya, Peru, Uganda can now text each other for growing advice and climate tips. So the company's hoping to launch in, um, on the Ivory Coast, Tanzania, India, and Brazil by the end of uh, this year. Our pals at Dell... Uh, which is the third largest PC, uh, PC vendor, has created a plan to reduce its global footprint, improve its employees' lives, and cut down on electronic waste by 2020, which includes reducing the company's greenhouse gas emissions by 50%. So uh, that's, that, that is um, quite, a, quite a feat to, uh, to, uh, to obtain by in the next four years. So this is Pretty good. All right, I've got a couple of minutes left. Let me pull out some other things. Um, what have I got? I've got Denmark started in 2014, uh, a, the world's largest and most powerful wind turbine. It, um, it's 720 feet tall with 260 foot blades. 
and they can generate enough electricity to power 7,500 average European households. Oh, this one's cool. Um, Scotland. It, has, it finalized plans to build what they're calling the world's largest tidal array in northern Scotland. Um, what, like, like a solar array, they're going to be using tidals, tidal waves as a way to, um, to provide enough electricity. And they, they're trying to power enough uh, electricity for 175,000 homes. Uh, and this is going to create about another 100 jobs. So that's pretty cool. Um, Wales did the same thing. They're on a 12-month trial period right now, but they're hoping to be able to power 10,000 area homes with um, tidal waves. So I'm down to my last minute here, and I want to thank you all for listening in on this. Um, I hope you all garnered some information on the good news that's out there um, that we can pass along to our friends and our denier friends out there if we have them. And um, hopefully they'll turn uh, they'll 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 turn around and, and come work with us. So my advice to you is be part of the solution out there, folks. And I'm looking forward to talking with you next time. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Wicked Green Energy. You may get in touch with Roxanne through her Facebook page, Living It Up Green, or her email. Rpapas7 at gmail.com. That's R-P-A-P-P-A-S-7 at gmail.com. Join her every Monday night from 6 to 6.30 Eastern Time right here on the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio Network. Thanks for listening and have a great week.